Hey everyone, welcome back to the Live With Rachel podcast. I'm Rachel and today we're going to be continuing what I started in the last episode and that was an introduction to Romans chapter 1 and Romans like as a book as a whole. Today we're going to be jumping into Romans chapter 1 verses 8 to 15. So in the last episode, the Apostle Paul introduced himself and said what his credentials were, who he's talking to and why is he even talking to them. Now we're going to take a look at what is Paul concerned about? I mean, other than the fact that he's trying to tell all of the Roman Empire about the good news of what Jesus did for them, like, why is he even reaching out? He isn't the founder of the Roman church, so why does he care about these people to begin with? Also, all of these Romans, they probably didn't even know who Paul was because Paul wasn't the founder, like I just said, but Paul still wanted to reach out and let them know that he deeply cared for them. Verse 8 says, First, I want to say that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because people everywhere in the world are talking about your faith. So he's thankful for them and everyone in the Roman Empire because they all knew the faith that the Christians there had. I'm sure many of you have heard of the common saying that, quote, all roads lead to Rome. And that's because in their day, all the roads literally did. So it's no surprise that, quote, the whole world heard about their testimony, and this kind of made things easier for Paul as he went about and reached out to other countries because they had already heard about the new Christians there in Rome. Verses 9 to 10 say, God whom I serve with my whole heart by telling the good news about his son knows that I always mention you every time I pray. I pray that I will be allowed to come to you, and this will happen if God wants it. So Paul was praying for the Roman church and they didn't even know that he was giving them any kind of prayer support, but God absolutely knew about it, which kind of gets me thinking about how many people might be out there praying for us specifically and we might not even know them or we do know them, but for me, I feel like it comforts me a lot to know that there are other Christians in my life, whether or not I know it, that are praying over me, over my life and things like that. And I just find that very comforting. And I think to you who is listening, I want to say that there's probably definitely someone praying over you. You might not even know about it. So we should be very thankful that we have people in our lives who care about us enough to pray for us and they want our good. They want the best for us because prayer is such a powerful thing. Verses 11 to 12 say, I want very much to see you, to give you some spiritual gift to make you strong. I mean that I want us to help each other with the faith that we have. Your faith will help me and my faith will help you. This just shows how much Paul cared about these people. His heart for them was absolutely huge. He loved these people that he didn't even know. I mean, how many of us can say the same about people that we don't even know sometimes? So later in Romans, he says that he knew probably one or two people, but here it shows that he was looking forward to a time where both he and the church could experience mutual blessings in their lives through Jesus. Then in verses 13 to 14, it says, Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that I planned many times to come to you, but this has not been possible. I wanted to come so that I could help you grow spiritually, as I have helped the other non-Jewish people. I have a duty to all people, Greeks and those who are not Greeks, the wise and the foolish. So just like what we talked about in the last episode, Paul is an apostle to the Gentiles, meaning that his ministry is to reach everyone who isn't Jewish. And here he's explaining that he wanted to come and visit sooner, but he couldn't. Whether that's because of the enemy, Satan was trying to stop him, or maybe it was because he had other obligations that God wanted him to attend to first. But nonetheless, there was a lot of work to be done and Paul couldn't go about 
anywhere that he wanted or whenever he wanted. Like he said in the last episode, he considered himself a slave for God. So he followed and listened to wherever and whatever God told him to do. Also, the Greeks didn't really like a lot of non-Greek people. They considered them to be barbarians, especially because they were always contemplating philosophy. They considered themselves to be very wise and knowledgeable and just that everyone else was basically an idiot. But Paul felt that he had an obligation to all people. He wanted to tell everyone about the good news that Jesus Christ had died for them. And in the same way, I think this is really inspiring for us who call ourselves Christians because Christians should also feel the same burden in our hearts for the whole world. The Bible makes it very clear that God has called every believer to share the good news. Human beings are unique. God made us in his image. He made us to know us. God is spirit and we also have a spirit. So that means that we're able to communicate with God. And that might sound really, you know, quirky or weird to someone who hasn't heard that before. But the Bible says that even before the world was made, God had already chosen us to be his through our union with Jesus so that we would be holy and without fault before him. So God wants us to have a long term relationship with us and people who don't know God or who have zero desire to want to know God miss out on that very point for which he put them on this planet. Just how sad is that? (laughs) Also, other than wanting to have a close relationship with us, God makes it very clear that if people around us are headed for hell and believers don't really share the good news with them, then we're responsible. It's right there in Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 18. It says this, when I tell people they will die because of their sins, you must warn them to turn from their sinful ways so they won't be punished. If you refuse, you are responsible for their death. That's so intense, right? Like certain people are in our lives for a reason. And if believers don't tell them about Jesus and they end up spending an eternity away from God, That's on them. Yes, but it's also on us too. Christians are supposed to be Jesus' ambassadors. We have the opportunity to represent the King of Kings, the Savior of the world, the creator of the universe to the people in our lives. And it's a huge privilege. God has literally rescued us. One of my favorite pastors of all time, Rick Warren, he used to say this quote a lot, and I think it's relevant here. If you had a cure for cancer and you didn't share it, that would be criminal. So why would we keep how we go to heaven a secret? We know that the only way to have a relationship with God is through Jesus. We've experienced it for ourselves. So why wouldn't we tell other people about it? People without Jesus are completely lost. I hate to say it, but they are. Whether they know it or not, Jesus is the only way for people to get to heaven. Everyone around you is someone who God wants to save. No one is too far gone, too bad, too forgotten, too distant, etc. God wants to save everybody and he wants everyone to be saved. And if he wants that, then we should too. Luke chapter 15 verse 7 says, In the same way I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 respectable people who don't even need to repent. So every time that someone comes to faith in Jesus, there's actually a party going on in heaven. When we get there, we'll get to see everyone who we had a hand in bringing there. We won't think about what it cost us to build each relationship or friendship. We won't think about how awkward it was that a particular conversation that we might have had, you know, been with or their initial reaction. We'll just be so thrilled to see those people in heaven. 
So that's the kind of heart that Paul is trying to convey here. This is his heart for the Gentiles. He wants to reach every single person and tell them the good news. That's why he's doing this. That's why he's sending a letter to the church in Rome that these people don't even know who they are. And he even says so himself in the next verse, verse 15. It says this, that is why I want so much to preach the good news to you in Rome. Some of the people back then would have accused Paul of being anti-Jewish or a traitor to the Jewish nation. False teachers would have definitely tried to get the people to believe in these things about Paul so that their hearts would be hardened against hearing the good news, or they would twist what he's actually saying about grace and try to get them to believe that Paul was teaching like a loose lifestyle, as it was called back then. So it makes complete sense as to why he was so eager to get to Rome. He wanted to just set the record straight, tell them the good news with no interference or lies. He just wanted everyone to experience the fullness of knowing Jesus Christ. And a lot of people would have also had the assumption that, you know, that wouldn't even work in Rome. You know, Rome is too far gone, too caught up in their own philosophies and, you know, other religions and stuff like that. And it just really wouldn't make a difference over there. And in the next section that I'm going to be talking about, Paul actually affirms how confident he is in the power of Jesus and everything that God has done for him. But I'm going to believe that for the next episode. (laughs) So I really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode and that the book of Romans is starting to become interesting to you and that you're learning and you're reading it together with me. And I just, I'm excited for, you know, what God's going to show you, show me through this study. So I hope you all have a wonderful week and tune in for the next episode for more. Okay. Bye everyone.